Chapter Twelve of the Purple Flame by Roy J. Snell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter Twelve: Ancient Treasure. With a hand that trembled slightly, Marian held the candle that was to light their way in the exploration of the mysterious mountain cavern. As if drawn by a magnet, she led the way straight to the spot where, but a few hours before, she had been so frightened by finding herself standing in the burned-out ashes and bones of an old campfire. She laughed now as she bent over to examine the spot. There could be no question that there had once been a campfire here. There were a number of bones strewn about, too. That fire, she said slowly, must have burned itself out years ago, perhaps fifty years. Those bones are from the legs of a reindeer or caribou. They're old, too how grey and dry they are they are about to fall into dust she studied the spot for some time at last she straightened up not much to it after all she sighed it's interesting enough to know that some storm-blown traveller who attempted the pass as we did once spent the night here but he left no relic of interest behind unless why what have you got there she turned suddenly to her companion Atatak was holding a slim, dull brown object in her hand. Only the broken handle of an old cow drill, she said slowly, still studying the thing by the candlelight. It's ivory. Eh, uh -uh. And quite old. Maybe twenty, maybe fifty years, who knows? Why are you looking at it so sharply? Trying to read. Read what? Well, smiled Atatak as she placed the bit of ivory in marian's hand long ago before the white man came my people told stories by drawing little pictures on ivory they scratched the pictures on the ivory then rubbed smoke black in them so they would see them well this cow drill handle is square it has four sides each side tells a story three are of hunting walrus polar bear and caribou but the other side is something else I can't quite tell what it says Marian studied it for a time in silence Mr. Cole would love that she said at last and her thoughts were far away For the moment her mind had carried her back to those thrilling days aboard the pleasure yacht the Omu Since you have doubtless read our other book the cruise of the Omu I need scarcely remind you that mr. Cole was the curator of a great museum and knew all about strange and ancient things He had done much to aid Marian and her friends in unraveling the mystery of the strange blue face Bring it along Marian said handing the piece back to Atatak It tells us one thing that the man who built that fire was an Eskimo It is worth keeping I should like to take it with me to the museum when I go back Now she said briskly let's go all over the cave there may be things that we have not yet discovered and indeed there were it was with the delicious sensation of research and adventure that the girls wandered back and forth from wall to wall of the gloomy cavern not until they had passed the spot where they had spent the night and were far back in the cave did they make a discovery of any importance then it was that marian with a little cry of joy put out her hand and took from a ledge of rock a strange-looking little dish no larger than a finger bowl 
it was so encrusted with dirt and dust that she could not tell whether it was really a rare find of some ancient pottery or an ordinary china dish left here by some white adventurer however something within her seemed to whisper here is wealth untold here is a prize that will cause your friend the museum curator to turn green with envy Suli Another said Atatak as she took down a larger object of the same general shape a Few feet farther on was a ledge fairly covered with curious objects Strange shaped dishes bits of ivory black as coal pieces of copper dulled with age Such were the treasures of the past that lay before them Someone's pantry of long ago mused Marion very very old said Atatak, holding up a bit of black ivory maybe 200 maybe 500 years ivory turned black slow very very slow by and by after long long time look like that as Atatak uttered these words marion could have hugged her for sheer joy she knew now that they had made a very rare find the objects had not been left there by a white man but by some native Broken bits of ancient Eskimo pottery had been found in mounds on the Arctic coast Those had been treasured but here were perfect specimens such as any museum in the world would covet And yet had she but known it the rareness and value of some of these were to exceed her fondest dreams But the discovery was to come later Drawing off her calico parka Marion tied it at the top and using it as a sack carefully packed all the articles Let's go back she said in an awed whisper eh, eh, at attack answered There was a strange spookiness about the place that made them half afraid to remain any longer They had turned to go where Marion chancing to glance down saw the bit of ivory they had found by the outer campfire at first she was tempted to let it remain where it lay it seemed an insignificant thing after the discovery of these rarer treasures But finally she picked it up and thrust it into her bag Well for her that she did later It was to prove the key to a mystery an entirely new mystery which as yet had not appeared above their horizon But was in a way associated with the mystery of the purple flame Listen said Marian as they came nearer to the mouth of the cave I do believe the storm is passing perhaps we can get off the mountain today. Oh at attack we'll win yet Won't that be glorious? It was true the storm was passing at attack was dispatched to investigate and soon came hurrying back with the report that they could be on their way as soon as they had eaten breakfast and packed Marian was possessed with a wild desire to inspect her newly discovered treasure to wash scrub and scrape it and try to discover how it was made and what it was made of Yet she realized that any delay for such a cause would be but criminal folly So after a hasty breakfast she rubbed as much dust as she could from the strange treasures and packed them carefully in the folds of the sleeping bags Soon the girls found themselves beside their deer picking their way cautiously forward over the remaining distance to the divide then quite as cautiously they started down the other side During the day they halted for a cold lunch while their reindeer fed on a broad plateau a Protected place where they were safe from the wild blizzards of the peaks that loomed far above them 
from now on said marian there will be little rest for us our bold stroke has saved us nothing it is now a question of whether reindeer are trustworthy steeds in the arctic also whether girls are capable of solving problems and of enduring many hardships as for me she shook her fist in the general direction of scarberry's herd i say they are we'll win see if we don't to this declaration attatak uttered an eh eh which to marion sounded like a fervent amen End of chapter 12